HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Let's Eat In. I'm your host today uh, and every day on Let's Eat In, Kathy Arway, and uh, this is Heritage Radio Network. Today brought to you by Fairway Market, like no other market. We're here at Roberta's Pizza on this beautiful, beautiful last uh, Monday of August. Uh, I guess that's the last Monday of the summer, which is kind of depressing. Um, but no worry. Um, today we have some really great guests. I'm so excited to introduce uh, Wendy Chan. She is the founder of Asian Festival coming up next Monday in uh, Flushing, Queens. Check out AsianFestival.com. Um, we'll get to more on that. But also I want to introduce Joe DiStefano. He's just such an erudite uh, food critic. Um, he really tries to get a taste of everything that the city has to offer and more. And you've been writing for years and years about food and other stuff. I thanks have. so much Thank for being here, Joe. Thanks, Kathy. Nice uh, orange Converse high star, too. Thank or you. High, high tops. All about, all about Queens. <laughs> Queens. People ask me about the Mets app. Is there about something Queens. about, like, orange footwear and food people? Like, no? I, I, I can't speak for Mario Batali. But okay. I don't know. My <laughs> reference is a Queens thing. Uh, the, wait, why, why is Queens orange? Because it's the Mets colors, orange. Oh, and blue. The, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not a sports <laughs> We're person. Thinking of food, I'm though, thinking right? about food. I'm like, right. wait, curry, huh? <laughs> that 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 too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Turmeric. Okay. Um, so uh, this Wendy was just telling me a little bit about the idea, inspiration for Asian Festival, and I was just so uh, fascinated. So could you tell me a little bit more about why you thought it was the right time to do this? Well, you know, I wish uh, we had done it a little sooner, but, you know, it's just a very daunting, uh, you know, idea to recruit uh, a large number of uh, Asian restaurants to be in the same uh, event. And uh, I feel personally as a Queens resident that the best place to have it is in Flushing, Queens, because it is really <laughs> like Asia, if you can believe it. 
Um, and I think, you know, there are many still very authentic restaurants because these are newer immigrants who probably are still very much, you know, uh, stuck to their, their palate where they're used to the styles of cooking and the cuisine. And some of them actually have gone out of the way to procure the exact ingredients and uh, the exact sauces, the exact condiments. So, you know, what we get here are oftentimes uh, very close to what you get traveling miles away to Asia, to the back streets of Bangkok and, you know, to the food market in Taipei. So it's just a little secret that is just now getting out for those who are not growing up in Queens, they may find it daunting. And I found myself always uh, leading friends of mine who are food lovers and chefs. They said, you know, let's do a crawl in Queens. You know, where do we go? Where, where should we shop? You know, where should I go for dim sum and can you help me order? So I realized that there is a need for some sort of a roadmap. And that's what inspires me. And of course, you know, uh, knowing Leah McLaughlin, who started Edible Queens, uh, who's been doing a great job about that already. I think uh, it's it's just about time for us to partner together and do something that all Queens people can be proud of and bring people to try all the authentic Asian dishes all the way from Himalayan yak to, you know, Korean, authentic, you know, Asian uh, cuisines that are so abundant and yet is uh, underappreciated, in my opinion. Wow, I'm excited for the yak. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to run the whole gamut, it sounds like. Exactly. And and you're saying that there's um, there's something to be said for um, forming a community um, between these individual Asian cuisines, and a lot of folks that you talked to didn't really see it as well. You know, I'm Chinese or I'm Japanese, and why? You know, I don't know. And it really is about fostering this community so that it can um, become more visible, bigger, better. Um, Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I've been in marketing for a long time and helping uh, manufacturers as well as, uh, in some cases, foreign governments to help promote their cuisines in uh, America. And uh, the one thing that I, I, I see as, as something very critically needed is education and exposure. So it's not like everybody can hop on a plane and go to, you know, an exotic place in Asia and try all these culinary trips. Uh, and I strongly encourage those who have the means and the time to really uh, explore that. But right here in our backyard, we have such bountiful you know, flavors. And yet I realized that little communities are always kind of insulated. You know, the Indians are kind of grouped together and the Indian community are very familiar with Indian food. And then Koreans in their own world, you're very much, uh, you know, stuck to their own ways. So they rarely cross over. And I'm a strong advocate of diversity. I'm a strong advocate of learning other cultures through food. So um, I've consistently been trying to do that. And uh, this has been my attempt to bring everybody on board on, in a large way so that um, with a bigger podium, a big, bigger voice, singing in unison, I think we will be heard a lot more. And that will provide an interest as well as inform people about the right information about all the Asian cuisine, sometimes that they don't really get to have a chance to taste the real thing. So right. this is it, you know, come down and try it. So before you just, uh, you know, immerse yourself in some Asian fusion, which I have no objection to, but, you know, people will always tell me, I'm so surprised when I go to Bangkok, uh, they don't have Pad Thai or Pad Thai tastes so different. <laughs> I'm glad you're not opposed to Asian fusion. I'm not, of course not. You know, I think, it, you know, it's an evolution thing and we well, all modify, that's, right? That, that's a the distinction, you know, right. sort of non-organic Asian fusion 
Right, and I, everything. I'm opposed to. But. Exactly. And when right. you're in a different land, um, different foods that are available, it's bound to happen a little bit. And mm-hmm. that's how we have such some of our greatest foods are Asian fusion, really. I mean, Ben Mi, mm-hmm. uh, French, brought yeah, some baguettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and this is all kind of like old hat to, to you, Joke, because you've been exploring these really, really authentic uh, hole-in-the-wall places. I think you and Robert have really helped put a lot of them on the map and put them in public awareness. So, um, I, you know, I just can't wait to see what happens next week, too. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to some restaurants that I really, that are on the roster that I personally haven't been to much. Uh, like Bounty, it's a wonderful uh, Sri Lankan Restaurant uh, in the uh, in a sort of South Indian enclave in Flushing, and what's what's interesting is what Wendy said that um, there's not a lot of intermixing. You know, so the Indians know Indian cuisine, like she, and the Chinese will know Chinese cuisine. But here in Flushing, you know, not uh, five minutes from a restaurant called uh, MNT, which serves the cuisine of. Chindao, uh, China, we mm-hmm. have this Sri Lankan restaurant, and I would imagine that if I were to walk into MNT, they don't know that the Sri Lankan <laughs> restaurant is, exists, and vice versa. How funny is that that they're and everybody's neighbors too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. were mentioning MNT, Wendy, because they they have such high standards of uh, freshness, cleanliness, mm-hmm. and um, you're really trying to get you know go for your favorites. Uh, I guess exactly. Here. I really appreciate people who are passionate about what they do and don't compromise on the quality. Uh, too often, you know, with so many Asian restaurants operating, competitiveness leads to sometimes, you know, price cut, cutting and as a result, quality compromising. And uh, we, we see more and more of that, which is uh, something that I hope to reverse, because I think at the end of the day, um, there are a lot out there who are appreciative of Asian food. It's just that uh, sometimes they don't know where to get the real thing or the quality thing. And that hurts the industry if we don't collectively step up and say, you you know, we have to serve what is good, what is, uh, you know, wholesome and uh, what they would serve their own family right. with. And that's why, you know, when, when the guy told me that, well, I was a driver, but I know good food. And then he would wow. go all the way to procure his ingredients, a quarter of them uh, directly from China himself. And considering this is a small little outfit, I was so impressed. Wow, that's pretty... I can't wait to hear their stories then. Yes. That's pretty exciting. Right, right. And so this is, you know, we're showing like what... We're celebrating the best, I guess. Yes, you know, it's, it's a curated show. That's why we don't want to, you know, um, kind of like skew towards one culture or, you know, uh, not well representing what is uh, available in Queens. So we've gone out, out of, of our way. You know, for instance, Burmese food. Um, there aren't that many Burmese restaurants, especially in Queens. So we ended up at least... Getting Getting somebody who knows how to demonstrate a dish. Uh, one of my favorite is the tea leaf salad, mm. and so we were gonna, you know, at least show that and have a taste for some people. Oh my who, gosh. Yeah. So these are some of the things that we've gone out of our way to just to bring to this event, allowing nice. people a chance to taste something that is hopefully exceptional and, uh, you know, extraordinary. Wow. So you really try to hit every single cuisine. <laughs> we really do. You know, we have our, oh our list, our target list. So we keep saying, oh, we need a Filipino. And so we really ask all the Filipino community for suggestions. And then we go out and explain. 
And as I told you earlier, you know, for bigger restaurants, it's so easy to recruit them in a bigger food and wine event because they understand the value. For small outfits, oftentimes, sadly, they are targeted by people who, uh, under the disguise of helping them, they try to rip them off, and so、mm-hmm. they are very cautious. So it took us at least three, four visits for them to realize that we are really not getting anything, you know, trying to get anything out of them. We are trying to help them. And in many cases, you know, we've gone out of our way to, you know, bring in like the local TV station to go in and profile the restaurants, and so we are very happy that、uh, we are bringing value and、uh, some sort of like, you know, a profiling ability to some of these very deserving restaurants. Wow! And how many restaurants are participating again?、Uh, like- almost two dozen of them. Some、okay. of them are、uh, bakeries and eateries, and、uh, I think. You know, our goal is to allow some of these, you know, very interesting dishes that are not oftentimes available in your typical quote-unquote Asian restaurant.、Yeah. Uh, you know, we really want it to be distinguished. You know, so you can distinctly taste what is Sri Lankan, for instance, or you know, this is Indonesian. So I, I don't expect everybody to like everything. The whole idea is to expose people, and not just through tasting, and not just through. You know, a chance to watch a demo, but we have recruited a lot of experts to join us and create、um, an opportunity for interaction as well. And like yourself, you'll be one of our guests. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm doing a farmers market、uh, talk. Exactly. I, well, I you know, know I, I I've noticed that、uh, oftentimes even professional chefs, you know, have have、uh, been asking me certain things about Asian produce because they are curious. They wanted to know some of the recipes and how to do it.、Uh, yeah. You know, in、It's、the cooking the and corporate, exactly.、Mm-hmm. All about ingredients, all about freshness, all about some techniques that probably、uh, they didn't learn right, in cooking school. Right. Because you never had、exactly. this fuzzy melon. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the, the little fuzzy melon or the bitter gourd and <laughs>、yeah. all these, you know. Names that you might out, have heard. Watch out, because that one's pretty bitter. Yeah, <laughs> people don't really. Yeah, that's yeah. one to watch out for. Right.、Um, so, Joe, you're going to be one of the experts as well, and you're doing a little tour, correct? And what, yeah. What, what's the plan? I'm.、Uh, it's to be revealed. Now, I'm going to be doing a walking <laughs> tour, and、uh, one of, one of the、uh, stops will be、uh, the infamous Golden Shopping Mall. The、uh, that the hand pulled noodle guy. Uh. We may go there, but I'm thinking of、uh, there's a、uh, stall in the lower level called、uh, Shay's Family Food,、uh, and、uh, Shay is from Tianjin. And what what's interesting about him is that、uh, he does、uh, charcuterie. He does head、mm-hmm. cheese, which I mean I haven't been to China, but. It's nothing I've ever seen.、Um, I remember. Is that the place where I think you told me a long time ago you once got like a lamb face salad or something? That that's Xi'an Famous Foods, which <laughs>、oh, we may okay, also stop by. But、um, in, in any case, Eric Repair really、uh, dug on the、uh, the、uh, head cheese or cheese head, as he called it in his、uh, <laughs> accent in English. <laughs> Uh, when when I、uh, took him and Anthony Bourdain there, that almost sounds better than head cheese. <laughs> yeah, cheese head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.、Uh, so we're gonna stop there, and、um, we're also gonna go to.、Uh, we'll may, we'll pass through、uh, Queens Crossing just to show sort of the newer, more upscale side、uh, wow. of Flushing that's emerged in、uh, the past two years.、Uh, and、uh, we're also going to go to a.、Uh, A sort of a, a butcher shop around the corner from uh, the uh, the uh, the Sheraton, uh, which uh, 
specializes in really wonderful uh i think it's a uh, tea smoked chicken and pig's oh, feet nice. and uh, other stuff like well, that, that should, and um that should be a fun stuff and other surprises some of them yeah even, you uh, don't have to give my, them all my, away. La- my latest finds all right cool um i'm sure there's gonna be fun um we're gonna have a quick song uh break i picked out the song it's by kung kung it's uh happy birthday let's see you see you Let's eat in. I'm Kathy Harway. Uh, this is Heritage Radio Network, today brought to you by Fairway Market, like no other market. I hope you're really enjoying the song. I was trying to f- remember what like the whole story is with it, but it's this you know Taiwanese pop star named Kang Kang, really funny stuff. Uh, everybody loves the song whenever I play it. So uh, we have today, uh, once again, Wendy Chan and Joe DiStefano. We're both, uh, we're all three of us are going to be at Asian Feasible next week. Um, I, you know, you said, you mentioned uh, this is going to be a best representation of all the food that is happening in Queens and growing here. Um, oh, speaking of growing, actually, you also grow food on the roof. Yes. You're a fellow rooftop gardener. <laughs> yeah, very excited about it. I think that's such a, you know, great addition to, uh, you know, many facets of my life. You know, I'm so intertwined into food and this is like the best. You know, I grow my own food. It's pot to pot. I call it, you know, from the flowering pot to the, you know, cooking pot. Pot to pot. Yes. Like it. <laughs> so it's a freshness and also satisfying in, in the sense that, you know, instead of just enjoying the flowers and, you know, you get the fruits as well. How, how good is that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do you think any of the restaurants that uh, we can convince to grow their own produce on the roof maybe or in the backyard? <laughs> I'm sure there's yeah. not a lack of will, probably yeah. more a lack of land, you know, yeah. uh, and the time. You know, uh, frankly speaking, you do need to tend to the, um, you know, yeah. the, the grow, growing process a quite a bit. Farmer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a devoted one. <laughs> they always joke, you know, do you speak to your, you know, plants? And because, you know, I got pretty good peaches and people would say, how, how, how did you do that? Right. You know? uh, uh, luck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this speaks for all Asian cuisines, but um, I, I do feel like uh, growing up, you know, food uh, and how it's grown and the ingredients were so much more intertwined with uh, the cooking. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's a huge generalization, but it's all about um, what, you know, first of all, what the ingredients are before um, you pick what dish you're going to make. Absolutely. You know, I was actually just in a meeting in Cincinnati where one of the, you know, ACF 
master chefs, certified master chefs. You know, he was trained, you know, as an apprentice in France, and then he was, you know, following all these great masters. And one lesson he said he learned and has uh, been adhering to to this day, and he's seventy three. The basic of good food is to make sure you have the best and freshest ingredients. So he will never write a menu until he has been to the market to see what's yeah. fresh and seasonal. He said it doesn't make sense to have something that is, you know, not good, not in season. Uh, it will cost you more, and it will not even taste as good. <laughs> so that's that's common sense, you know. And to your point about Asian, I think don't forget um, in in Asia today, there's still a whole lot of people shopping from what we call the wet market. So that tradition still stays. In another What's words, a wet market. A wet market essentially is really like you know small vendors that are really hauling Wholesale, fresh things. Yeah, like a farmers Ooh. market. Almost like a farmer's market, except that it's their way of life. They mm-hmm. don't, you know, see it any anything in, you know, out of the ordinary. So you see fish swimming in the little basins of water in the still, and then you, you point to what you want. So and they'll, that's they'll the just, wet part. Yeah, okay. the wet part. So that's why, you know, sometimes we have to wear clocks because, you know, you raise <laughs> your feet so you don't get soaked. And also, you know, even for meat, you know, they literally haul it in the back of their, you know, little... Uh, uh, you know, bicycle sometimes. Sure. And they will have it butchered right there and sell it on the spot. They don't even have refrigeration in some countries. So everything is fresh, fresh, fresh. It's literally hours from where it was produced or procured. Yeah. I always found it funny when, um, you know, I feel like I, that was kind of the way my mom cooked too, is like, just go to the market, see what you want to get, then just do something with it. Correct later and uh I, I when you know i started cooking people are like oh what are you making i'm like i don't know yet right <laughs> right right <laughs> I think, you know, in America, I'm in marketing. I think we are very good about marketing and we can sell anything. (laughs) And uh, as a result, you know, convenience is such a, you know, kind of prized thing. Uh, Everything in the name of convenience, you don't want to spend too much time to labor in the kitchen. And you, you know, you kind of like just want the results. We are instant gratification kind of nation. So Mm -hmm. we have taken a path in the past decades uh, down a road where we just don't want to put in the time, but we want something nearly as good. But you know, we compromise and compromise over time, and then you know, our children, as a result, may not even know what food looks like. You know, yeah, that happens um, a lot. Yeah, and so yeah. I think that has to be changed. And I'm so glad many more chefs are very involved and uh, stepping up and and doing something Cooking. about their own community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, do you dabble much in trying to recreate some of the foods you find at home, or? That that would be actually a whole other story. But do you, you cook much? Right? I do not. <laughs> no, I'm more, I'm more of an end user. I mean, I I can uh-huh. I wouldn't say step out the door, but when when I can step out the door and go to Taiwan, Nepal, uh, yeah, Vietnam, uh, the Philippines, uh, Burma, not so easily. Uh, <laughs> you know, why? Why Myanmar, bother? whatever. <laughs> right. Myanmar, <bro>. Working <laughs> on that. <laughs> so that's that's your and but I know you like to like just get in the kitchens and see how things are done. And I, real, yeah, no, I do. I that. do yeah. appreciate the the process, but I I personally don't cook much for myself at home. What was the last thing you made? Uh, the last thing I made was uh, shrimp and grits while working at as, as a line cook at Jimmy's Number no. Forty Three. Oh, cool! That must have been fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. How about you, Wendy? What was the last thing you made? Um, red wine sauce, uh, oxtail, braised oxtail. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. That's yeah. like a Basque yeah, thing, right? <laughs> that doesn't sound like it. 
I, I, I like the idea that you know it, it's the one dish thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can have oh, one you know, pot, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. And just... right, exactly. So you know, it's it's very hearty and enjoyable, delicious, and has you know that. Satisfying taste, you know, and the wine in that, and so I think it is. That's uh, a hearty like, one. Not very summery, though. I was just say, it's, a, it's a little warm for that. <laughs> well, you know, with the air con going, you know, air conditioning going. Oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't have that. All right. So, um, what are you looking forward to most out of the many programs, presentations, bike tour, which I hope I'll. Yeah, yeah. You know, many programs are exceptional. You know, that that's why they're in there. You know, frankly, I, 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 every one of them, I personally make sure that it is uh, of value to people who would take the time to enjoy. And every panel session is only about forty-five minutes. I want it to be short and sweet, and yet has some depth to it, so people can run off and go get food. Exactly. I don't want (laughs) them to feel like, okay, now I'm missing out on food. No, you won't. You know, we're gonna have, you know, the entire afternoon. You know, you can take your time to enjoy. It's like a fair. You can just, uh, you know, browse around. There's even a cookbook corner for book signing, and there are, you know, different concurrent programs. cooking demo and of course you know my my pride and joy is actually the farmer's market <laughs> you know not oh, only good. is it, i have yeah. some uh, big <laughs> shoes to fill here because uh, i i personally feel um education uh to and, and you know kind of lead people into really understanding food starts with the ingredients yeah and uh you know and ingredients being fresh and and you know aromatic and all that will be a natural attractive you know aspect of food uh and that's why i feel like i'm going out of my way to try to have as many variety type of you know herbs vegetables and fruits as much as possible for people to smell taste touch and uh you know learn you know if you've never seen you know pandan leaves or you know galangal or something like that you know this is the chance is there going to be a durian uh, we we are debating on that one. Oh really? Like a glass, case. like durian proof case, right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to drive people who are durian you know, again. It seems is like that... you are for it or against it type of yeah. fruit. No, um, I think we should have it because a lot of people ask me about. It. They're like, oh, I've never smelled a durian. This is a fruit that's um, notoriously stinky, right? Um, right. And it's actually banned in uh, <laughs> Singapore. Well, you can't take them uh, can't. into the hotel, and you can't take it into. <laughs> A, a taxi cab because it lingers. <laughs> Isn't that because the the ones overseas are significantly more pungent than those one gets in the states, or is that May- not the case? That would make sense. Uh, I mean, you, you know, they don't ban it in Taiwan, though. <laughs> no, but I Singapore's think you know nuts. they ban chewing gum too. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask people who are connoisseurs of durian, they will tell you the differences and they pay a lot of money for the better ones. And, you know, they really mm. put the nose to it to determine which oh. one is worth the money. Oh, we better get a good one. Then. Yeah, we better if, get a good anything. one. <laughs> I hope will. Or maybe we'll have a compare and uh, contrast a bad one and a good one. Yeah, the dare fruit, right? You know, yeah. come and try it. You know, I can't promise what will be there because, uh, like we talked about, it has to be seasonal. You know, if we try to get something when it's not even in good condition, I wouldn't want to buy it. So I leave it up to the capable hands of some of my, you know, committee helpers like yourself, like Kian, like, you know, so so hopefully we'll we'll have some dragon fruit around. Hopefully, yeah, Yeah. that should be a season. That's that's just a fun one to, to show and tell. Yeah, some of them are so pretty to look at. And also, you know, some of them may never 
uh, you know, know how it looks like inside. Yeah, I if know. You've never cut this will one be really up. fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So um, I always have to have to ask this, but what do you think is the most date worthy? Okay. What do you think if you're going on a date, you're going to Flushing? Um, maybe where do you go and what do you order? Well, I haven't been on a date for a long time. <laughs> All right. You want to think about it? Joe, Joe? goes first. <laughs> Well, in in terms of just the fun proposition for mm-hmm. a fun date, uh, and I, I say this not just because they're going to be at the Asian Festival, but I really like Ice Fireland because you can go in there and you can get... Uh, Ice Fireland? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a restaurant... Um, on 40th? It's yeah, a, on 40th Ave. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Taiwanese. Can get Taiwanese hot pot. Ooh, and, shabu shabu. And shaved ice. And until I interviewed the owner of this place... Uh, I thought that was an unusual combination, and he <laughs> dispelled that notion and immediately told me, "Nope, it's real hot in Taiwan. We do this all the time, and it's it's great. It's a lot of fun because you do the, you know, you swish your ingredients through the bubbling uh, broth, and then you have shaved ice. Which for those who out there who haven't had it, it's uh, it's like a uh, snow cone on steroids. It's uh, <laughs> sort of fluffy shaved ice with all this." Uh, Varying things buried yeah. buried under it, uh, pineapple pudding, uh, gummy taro balls, uh, and those are just Grass like jelly. three three out of any of ten ingredients you could have in it. Yeah. So is it called Fire and Ice because it, it's the hot pot and then exactly. the cold? It's, it's called yeah, it's called yeah. Ice Fireland. Right. Okay. I oh, I dear. second that, but uh, if I were to go on like let's say if I go out with my husband just to have an enjoyable evening, mm-hmm. I'll probably uh, pick Kasuno. A wonderful Japanese restaurant. Oh, I've never been there. Yeah, I think, you know, again, I have to emphasize how passionate uh, these chefs are. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, you know, the chef is very, very well qualified. And uh, he is in his zone, you know. It's mm-hmm. almost like, you know, food is his thing. He has so much pride and joy. Uh, he is, like, treating it as a fine art. And it's such a joy just to even watch him oh, in terrific. the act. And I think I would totally enjoy it. I'm always into Japanese food, too. Oh, that sounds great. Kasuno. Yes. Is it like, um, is it sushi noodles or? It's sushi. Okay. And yeah. A lot of it is, uh, I might have is authentic yeah. Japanese. Yeah. I might have to He's go there on a date too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. And he even goes so far as to, like, to source noodles from Japan that right. they only have at certain times of the year. He's really, really top of his craft. Okay. I definitely have to check this place out. Thank you for sharing these tips, guys. Sure. Um, we're about out of time, but um, do check out AsianFeastival.com and come join us next week. I know uh, it's Labor Day, but it'll be a great day. Yep. A great you feast. Can, you can get tickets online now so you can avoid the line. Oh, yes. Definitely do that. Um, so uh, we'll be here next week. Um, I mean, we'll be there next week. And um, thanks again to Wendy Chan, Joe DiStefano. I'd like to thank Nat Wiener in the controller booth. And I'm your host, Kathy Array. I'll see you next week. Thanks. <laughs>